At the Last Supper, when Judas had gone out, Jesus said, now the Son of Man has been glorified, and God has been glorified in him. We're going to change that gospel to the sixth Sunday of Easter, and it's the holy gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ according to John. Jesus said to Judas, not Iscariot, those who love me will keep my word, and my Father will love them, and we will come to them and make our home with them. Whoever does not love me does not keep my words, and the word that you hear is not mine, but is from the Father who sent me. I have sent these things to you while I am still with you, but the Advocate, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will teach you everything and remind you all that I have said to you. Peace I leave with you, my peace I give to you. I do not give to you as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled and do not let them be afraid. You heard me say to you, I am going away and I am coming to you. If you loved me, you would rejoice that I am going to the Father because the Father is greater than I. And now I have told you this before it occurs, so that when it does occur, you may believe. The Gospel of the Lord. Please be seated. This sermon was not going to work if that was the wrong gospel, I'm going to tell you right now. That's, uh, you've never had this, you've never had this feeling when you're standing up here and you realize the line in that, oh no, that's not the right one and I got to get up and preach about it. So <laughs> thank you for fixing that. I grow uh, increasingly tired of what the world has to offer. While every now and again, you find an eye that looks with love, typically enough you find the other one looks with judgment. And the world we inherited created by God and corrupted by men and women, including ourselves. So what is it that we can do? I think that we can take a step back, but when I say this, I say this with a little bit of tongue in cheek. We can look at it from a distance, and when we do, we find that the best way to keep our own heart clean is to turn away from it, to not engage it. If we don't engage, then we will not have to deal with the ugliest that exists. We won't have to confront the issues that weigh down society. Now you know as well as I do that that doesn't work. Instead, one of the things that we do is we elect candidates and tell them to go handle it for us. If you're depending on a slate of candidates, I can tell you over the last 50 years I've never been satisfied with any of them 
on either side of the aisle. But then politics is not my game. In my estimation, the new name of the game is fear. Let me scare you into believing what it is I show you. Folks, there are enough things out there to fear. Battles of flesh and blood and spirit that rage above our heads every day and real life battles that you share. Real ones that politics can't fix. Does she still love me? Can I work any harder? I want to talk to my son, whom I've not talked to in 20 years, but where do I start? Why won't he listen to me? Why does he hit me? This is real life, real people, real things. It is the outflow of everything that eats at us. Are other things important, like the movement of jobs overseas? Certainly it is. What can you do about it right now sitting in this pew? Nothing. Does it really matter about transgender people using the bathroom? Let me ask you a question. Were you under the impression that they had not been using it all along for the last 40 years? <laughs> but we don't want to know about it. It's kind of like don't ask, don't tell. You'll find no peace in boycotting, especially an American company responsible for hundreds of thousands of jobs. You'll also find no peace with your head in the sand. Ignorance is bliss, they say, and I guess to an extent, I get that. We are a people of fear and trouble. We are a people without peace, restless and yet comfortable, woefully ignorant yet happy, overbearing and yet without human touch, the one that reaches out to a brother or sister in need, that's you and I. The world, trouble, fear, no peace. Today, peace I leave, leave with you, my peace I give to you. I do not give to you as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled, and do not let them be afraid, Jesus said. The one for whom was called the Prince of Peace has given you his peace. It's yours. You only need to pray for it. Ask. Look to him whose burden, we are told, is easy and his yoke is light. And you can't come to him enough. He does not get tired of you and turn you away or of me. Time and again, he is here with his arms wide open waiting for us. His peace he gives to us. It was his gift, he left it. And yet, so many times we allow people to step on our peace because we believe what it is they say over and above the word of Jesus Christ. We allow our hearts to be troubled by what the media has to offer by what the World Wide Web shows us and by what those who influence us show us.
We give far too much credence, I believe, to those who should have no hold over our life at all. And I'm including myself in this. What was it that Jesus said again? Do not let your heart be troubled. We grow each day in fear and loathing towards the outside world, leery of who our neighbors are, not too sure who we can trust, being unwilling to accept the alien and the foreigner. I have these battles all the time, folks. Uh, you know, good dialogue where they try to convict me with the words of the Old Testament, what it says. You know, the Old Testament also says something about gleaning. It says that when you plant a crop on at least two corners, I believe, you are to leave it unharvested so that when the alien and the foreigner and the poor enter your country, they have something to eat. For these are God's children also, God says. That always seems to get left out when people talk to me about the Old Testament. Love overcomes estrangement. Love is the only thing that ever has. It is the greatest of the gifts of God. And Christ and the Spirit and God is love. Faith, hope, and love abides, but the greatest of these is love. Do not let your hearts be troubled. And do not let them be afraid. Peace I give to you, my own peace I leave with you, for I do not give as the world gives which is hatred, fear, deceit, and all those things that we've talked about. Today, Christ talks about giving you the Spirit, the Advocate, the third member of the Trinity, the Godhead itself. It is given unto you. He is here right now in our midst. He is within you in the deepest places with sighs too deep for words, praying and seeking out Christ in your life all day long and night too, and in mine. Trying to make us awake from the night and hear the good news of Jesus Christ. The head came as God incarnate. He taught and brought us the new law to love one another that we heard last week. Love one another as I have loved you, the last commandment that's given. Then he mounted a hill, of course, and was crucified but he is seated at the right hand of the Father. That this grace is given freely to you so that you are reconciled unto God once and for all. If you are reconciled and have perfect freedom, if you are born anew and know who you are and whose you are, then let me put the question this way. Why are we all walking around as though we've already lost? The battle has already been won. He has won the victory for us, St. Paul tells us. Now, I know times are bad, things are tough, and I know if you're like me, you're fighting real battles. And when you do, let me invite you to remember this. Peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. 
I do not give you as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled and do not let them be afraid. Jesus said, peace.